Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I am Clint. And if you thought uh, life couldn't get any worse, hold on. The SEC has an idea for you. How about, how about July SEC football where you sit and watch for three hours, Daniel? Clint, we, we pride ourselves on not taking this podcast or ourselves too seriously. But could we please limit our conversation to ideas that have even the slightest shred of merit to them? Because this cannot, will not, should not, and, and absolutely, definitively must not happen. Correct. Yeah, uh, we we do pride ourselves on having some levity, but uh, just gently, with all due respect, get the hell off my front lawn. Like, don't you just can't? Don't you can't come here? Uh, so, hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Clint. He's Daniel. We are locked on Bulldogs. Uh, we love talking UGA, all of it. Just, just there's not one subject in which we don't like talking. UGA, And we're here for all of it. And we're not here for any of it as gurus or insiders behind a paywall of any kind. We're here as fans, first and foremost, because that's what we do best. Um, no, the paywall does not exist, mostly because we know that no one would cross it. If uh, we <laughs> would be the all. <laughs> We'd be the only two schmucks on, this, on that side of the... <laughs> freaking paywall and let's be honest i'm not i'm not here for that kind of quarantine so uh no we are georgia fans this podcast is a place for georgia fans we are uh we welcome you if your name is not kirk herb street and you've not recently mm. issued a statement that just brings depression and sadness to the world for no look, reason look somebody reach out to uh, kirk I, he's hurting okay because he has to inflict his hurting. hurt on us no he's hurting you could tell when someone starts to lash out that who, someone's hurt him. So somebody somebody who's close to him in his life, reach out. Uh, no, we're glad that you're here. Um, uh, as always, we welcome uh, your interactions, your socially distant interactions during this time. If you want to email us, uh, I do not believe, Clint, can we get an update from the CDC? Can the virus be spread via email at this point? Uh, you just, you just, that was the best dad joke that you didn't intend. No, really. <laughs> It's so true. The virus can be spread through email. Most definitively, viruses can be spread through email, but not the COVID-19. Not, not COVID-19. So uh, we welcome your emails, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast as well, if that's more your thing. Uh, we'd love to engage with you if you have questions, thoughts, comments, ideas, uh, or just generally want to reach out and say hello. We we'll uh, welcome that. Um, we ain't got nothing to do people uh so if you like the podcast you can leave us a rating or a review on any podcast listening device that accepts such things specifically apple podcast ratings and reviews help us if you leave us five stars maybe write a little comment about what you like about the show that helps other people find the show which helps us we don't ask you for a lot um so you can just do that for us mm-hmm. and uh hit us up with a quick cat subscription or tell a friend about the podcast and that that'll be great that'll be all that we need from you we're here five days a week today is one of those days of the week it's monday in fact the first of the days of the week and so we are following up from our friday episode today mm-hmm. if you recall on friday we left off talking about our all decade team we're not the first people that put out a uga all decade team but we are the most important that's correct uh, and so our offense, uh, our offensive all-decade team reads as follows. 
Quarterback, Aaron Murray. Running back, Todd Gurley. Nick Chubb. Wide receiver, A.J. Green. Malcolm Mitchell. Javon Wims. Tight end, Orson Charles. But really, we don't want a tight end. We're just going to... We're we just pass. Just not interested. Sorry. Uh, offensive line: Andrew Thomas, Cordy Glenn, uh, David Andrews, Isaiah Wynn, and Ben Jones. That is our offensive All-Decade team. That's a pretty stout unit. That is incredible. You put Todd Munkin at the helm of that unit, and stop. We didn't mm. even talk about. We didn't talk about coordinators. Who are you going with? M- Todd Munkin, sight unseen. <laughs> Or Mike Bobo. <laughs> Considering that Mike Bobo's dead body is still hanging, burnt somewhere in a corner of Athens, we've collectively burned him to the ground and then welcomed him back, which is the most paradoxical thing in the world. Uh, it's got to be Monk just because you have zero invested emotional interest in him so far. I just do not need hashtag fire Mike Bobo on my all decade team. I do not Can't need do people, it. do not need that kind of heat. On my all decade team. All right, we're on the defensive side of the ball today, Clint. So we're going to start mm-hmm. up front with the Hog Mollies in the trenches. We're going to start with the big boys. Um, let's talk about our defensive line uh, candidates for our all decade UGA team. Uh, we had Tyler Clark, Jonathan Ledbetter, Aubrey Jones, Jordan Davis. John Jenkins and Trenton Thompson as our collection, as our base to pull from. That we're choosing, we're selecting three of these gentlemen to be on our all-decade team. Can we just real quick say out loud? It was a tough decade for the defensive line. Was at the University of Georgia? It's not our best position. You're going to see as we move through this list. Not our, not our best position. In fact, I might call it. The weakest position, offense or defense, on the all-decade team? Can we go I mean, that far? I, uh, yes. Yes, you can. Corner corner might be up there, but but yeah, defensive line is it's not stocked full. It's not. No, it is not. It is not stocked full by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and yet, here we are talking about it. All right, so Clint, what are your thoughts? Initial thoughts right away initial thoughts right away is after you said that i can't wait for next decades all decade defensive teams can we just good lord we already we squeezed jordan davis in there you might have noticed that he's in Uh, there he barely i I got another name for the considerations though that we didn't talk about what about john atkins john atkins one of my Mm -hmm. favorite players in this decade on the defensive line now was he was he the most talented player on the defensive line no does he have a bright nfl career no he does not but john atkins was absolutely he deserves to be mentioned in this conversation for the uga all decade team 2017 we talked about john atkins was one of the most underappreciated players on that on that epic 2017 team that we had so hands down um all right but who are we going with? Who's who's your first choice? The lock, like the first lock on this all-decade team. Uh, you know, Daniel, the, the fan favorite, Tyler Clark. Uh, if Asher were here, he would if be I, he would be touting the horn of Tyler Clark and saying he's the best defensive lineman ever in the history of UGA. That's right, WWAD. At at some point, you got to just ask yourself the question: What would Asher do? And Correct. he would vote Tyler Clark onto the all-decade team. And so, um, yeah, Tyler Clark. Big 52, he had his ups and downs, but I think he absolutely deserves this consideration. I'm going to go Big John Jenkins yeah. for my for my first choice, my next choice. Um, John Jenkins, just an absolute behemoth 
in the middle of that, but had yeah. some moves. He wore the single digit number, Clint. Do you remember? Oh, I uh, remember. When a big when a big man comes out strutting a single digit. You yield, got you immediately okay. you immediately take some notice. Mm-hmm. You take some you you put you put some stock into that move because that's a power play. Is what that is. Mm-hmm. When he comes strolling into the defensive huddle, and it just it looks like the number was shrunk on his jersey. Correct. <laughs> look, look, just know this right now. If ever a defensive a big old hog molly at UGA comes out with number three on his chest, oh you, yeah. Here, here's the deal. Just walk away. Just yeah. I'll get into a fight with that one. Uh, so Tyler Clark, John Jenkins, and then lastly, Jonathan Ledbetter made our all-decade team. Jonathan Ledbetter, a solid, steady presence in all of his time at UGA, Daniel. One of our favorite uh, contributors on the defensive line. He is. He had he had his ups and downs off the field, well, certainly. Hey, but easy. he did not but he did not have his ups and downs on the field. No. He um he was a solid, steady contributor. Nothing flashy about Jonathan Ledbetter, nothing. Nothing overly special about Jonathan Lebert. Again, this is a weak position. We could have gone Trent Thompson. Honestly, I think we might yeah. have gone Trent Thompson. If he had come back for a senior year, oh, just lock. Trent, he would have been a lock for this team, I think. Uh, but as it stands, did not get the love. All right, well, we're coming back um, after this. Uh, and now is where we get into the defensive line, weaker position. Linebacker? <laughs> not, not so much. Let's talk about that. Gosh, Daniel, this is our. I'm going to include all of your safeties that came down in the box that you love into mm-hmm. the what I will just call just the hammer. These are the hammers, not the nails, Daniel. Oh, absolutely. What what the 2000 to 2010 All Decade team was to safeties. Uh huh. This All Decade team is to linebackers. Yeah. That's what the 2010 to 2020 All Decade team uh, is ripe with linebackers we got outside we got inside we're going to start with the outside linebackers and just we stop giving names at some point because it becomes too obvious but just just listen listen. yeah listen to some names that we're going to talk about here we're going to talk about deandre walker davin bellamy lorenzo carter justin houston leonard floyd jordan jenkins and jarvis freaking jones clint um can you pick competent linebackers out of that stack I of, think of, I think we'll of ammunition. Do okay. You give me the two weakest guys on this list, Correct. Daniel, and I'm fine. Which, which would be <laughs> DeAndre Walker for uh-huh. sure is which, the weakest. Am- probably DeAndre Walker and Davin Bellamy. Yeah, has which, to be. Which, by the way, both are NFL clubs right now. Correct, and 2017, the best team Georgia has had this decade mm-hmm. by far. Um, there were many plays, there were many snaps on the defensive side of the ball where those were our two starting outside linebackers. Or those were our two playing outside linebackers when Lorenzo Carter was off the field. So Davin Bellamy, DeAndre Walker, great players. But you start getting into... Listen, we both love Leonard Floyd. Love him. Okay. Um, And some of y'all are going to get mad about about this take but Leonard Floyd did not make our team here Uh, and it simply goes to there's just not enough spots on the field Leonard Floyd was an absolute crazy person he was a freak Um, really loved watching him play Jordan Jenkins same type of thing not the athletic freak Jordan Jenkins was like a heady 
he was oh, a yeah. he was a monster. He was like a Monty Rice type player at the outside linebacker position. Great comp. Um, we need to come up with a name really quick for um, YMCA hook sky hook old man mm-hmm. school long shanks long shanks so that's yeah. that guy's name because he yeah. wears long sleeve tee right yeah jordan jenkins is long shanks 100 percent i'm here for he's it. the long shanks of the outside linebacker position he also did not make our team listen it's jarvis jones and it's justin houston yes you could take all decade i mean there's a, there's a certain point that you might there's a clearly hall of famers can argue but if you were to tell me out there somebody has a take that these two would be on their all mount rushmore i'm not going to fight you too much i get it I understand. I would, listen, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too mad about it. Jarvis Jones is the best to ever play the position at uh-huh. the University of Georgia. We we when we went to the Mount Rushmore and we talked about linebackers, we we made that very clear. Very Jarvis Jones, we believe is the best to ever play the position. Justin Houston, his NFL career was probably better than his UGA career. A little bit but of Terrell UGA, Davis kind of thing. But his UGA career was still pretty dang good. Uh, Justin Houston did not play on the best teams always, but he was an absolute stud. And then he went on to the NFL to become one of the best to do it for a good four or five years yeah. span. He was um, he was one of the best to get after the quarterback uh, on the next level. Let's move to inside linebacker, Clint, where <laughs> okay. um, let's talk about some people that were good at linebacker that sure. we didn't even remotely think about for no, to, to give this no. award to. This was this was the quickest. Daniel and I expressed no verbal communication during this. We just knew what the other was going to choose. Hi- we simply highlighted some names and moved on with the discussion. Because Amarlo Herrera, Rameek Wilson, Monty Rice, you're the Monty Rice of inside linebackers. Monty Rice is. He's yep. the, I believe yep. that's, yep. that's a fair statement that's to make. A, the fairest statement ever. <laughs> Listen, these guys are all these guys are all uh, very skilled players. Oh, They're yeah. all players that you'd love to have on your team. That I have loved having on my team. Amarlo Herrera, in particular, was a really yeah. fun guy to watch. He was a really fun player to watch. Really loved watching him get after it. But, but Clint, this decade there are two gentlemen by the name of Roquan Smith and Alec Ogletree who played the position of inside linebacker. And you want to talk about some potential Mount Rushmore type names mm-hmm. that you could you could throw around. I mean, they're not Boss Bailey, but those these two guys are these two guys are absolutely uh again, some of the best to to ever do it. It's a pretty Look, easy decision. It's an easy decision. Boss Bailey, no offense towards here. This this is just offense towards uh Daniel. Boss Bailey can hold Roquan Smith's water bottle is what Boss Bailey can do. Okay. Uh, Roquan Smith. Every every single first or third down stop was made by Roquan Smith uh, in the history of UGA. He might have blocked every kick, but did he stop every third down? You uh, you, you put some respect on that name when it comes out of your mouth. I don't want to. I am not here for this. I'm not here for this whatsoever. There is no need on this all-decade team to drag the fine name of one Boss Bailey through the mud. There is absolutely no need. I'm not, I'm Good not. sir. I'm just, I'm just saying the different. Roquan Smith is a different piece. Those two, it's an easy decision. And you tell me, we, we, we start here in linebacker. Mm. Yeah, we welcome your feedback. We welcome your thoughts. We welcome for you to disagree and let us know who you have at any of these positions. Just know that if you have somebody different at inside linebacker, we are. I'm not here for it. We are not feeling good about your ability to reason. No, at Trevor, this point. put down, put down the Tre- mouse, Trevor. put down the keyboard, walk away. Stop. Stop it, Trevor. Walk away. Uh, Hey, we got secondary to talk about when we come back.
Speaking of Trevor, we got safeties we're going to talk about. Ew. Also, Richard, Trevor wanted us to mention uh, Tay Crowder in the inside linebacker. <laughs> Richard, uh, Trevor wanted us to throw Tay Crowder's name into the mix for best to ever do it. He was a finalist for the Buckus Award, Clint. I don't know if you know that. I, I did know that. He, I he was a finalist. Did. Yeah, did he um, win it? Uh, Oh, no. no. Let's talk about safeties and corners. Clint, um, where do you want to start? Uh, I want to start at corner, and uh, we've got four names that we came up with. DeAndre Baker, Brandon Boykin, Eric Stokes, Sanders Cummings. Daniel, this is, I think, the second weakest group, although DeAndre Baker. It's a, it's a thin group. There's a, there's a stud on him. Absolute stud. There's a stud. Uh, DeAndre Baker. We might talk a little bit on tomorrow's episode about his NFL career has not started the way that he would hope that it would. But I have confidence that the young man's going to get it together at the next level. I have confidence that he's going to adjust. But he was an absolute legitimate animal monster lockdown corner. He is a no-brainer. He immediately goes on to the all-decade team. Now we're left with these three guys. And listen, all of them are are slash were fine players. Mm -hmm. All right? I think Eric Stokes, I think both of us immediately kind of, he's last on the list here. He's uh, the guy that we're yes. not going to consider. Okay. No. We put him on there out of respect. It was, um, we we think you. he's a good, we, we think you. he's a good player. Um, Sanders Cummings was a fine player, an absolutely fine player. Uh, but we went with Brandon Boykin for this uh, particular slot to stand opposite of DeAndre Baker. And I think for me it has as much to do with Brandon Boykin's cover skills as it does his ret- return. You know, somebody's got to return these kicks. Uh, we gotta ha- hey, on this, somebody's got to go back there on punt cover. Daniel, on, this, gotta- on, this, on this all-decade team, we, we got to have somebody returning these kicks. And if I might remind you, our three wide receivers – are AJ Green, Malcolm Mitchell, and Javon Wims. Ain't yeah, none of them boys on ain't none of them boys there. returning no kicks. You stay over okay? there. AJ, you too want, valuable. I don't want do freaking that. gazelle legs, AJ Green over there, just skinny legs McGee returning <laughs> any kicks uh for my team. So no. I mean Brandon you could Boykin. obviously put you could obviously put Ty Gurley back there returning Ooh. kicks. He's he knows how to take it to the house. But uh but Brandon Boykin, one of the best kick returners to ever play at the University uh, of Georgia. Yeah, all all five, six of him just back there grabbing every oh, punt no, that's that, possible. Them, leg, them legs just moving. Them <laughs> they, legs is just It don't matter how, how tall you are from the ground, Daniel, just as long as you can get it's those a, things churning. It is a roadrunner situation. You cannot even see them. They are just moving in <laughs> some sort of a circular motion. You're not sure Centrifical how Centrifugal force is happening. The field no. turf is gaining below him. It's crazy. Uh, that hip replacement that he got with allows ooh. his leg to spin a full 360 degrees around is really what's that? Off. What's that lizard, that, that Jesus lizard <laughs> that walks on water? You know, just sure. Safety. Let's let's go to safety. If you had um, if you had 19 minutes, even for the first reference to a Jesus lizard on the podcast, uh, that's you win. That's grab that red solo for cup. you. All right, um, safety. Let's talk about. We got J.R. Reed in the mix. Mm-hmm. We got Bakari Rambo in the mix. I threw our boy Richard LeCount in there in the I, mix. Hey, Clint. don't don't downplay that. Don't say throw in. Richard deserves hey. to be here. Trevor, you hear what we're saying here? Trevor, listen, listen up. up. Let, let's let's hey, talk, Trevor. School's in session. I know it's homeschool right now, but it's not right. still school. It's homeschool for Trevor every day. Just so you <laughs> just don't don't act like don't act like. Come on now, 
Don't act like there's not there's any socialization in that kid's box, okay? Like there's not. All right, uh, we got Sean Williams. We got um, we got Dominic Sanders, Clint. The name that shall not be named. I, I just I don't. I don't reference that name. That name, when it comes up on my screen, I have surgically implanted uh, artificial intelligence into my contact lenses, and it just blurs that name every time I see it. It just is like an episode of Black Mirror. Let's just get it out of the way right now. Dominic Sanders, 16 interceptions, by far and away leads the decade in interceptions this is good for, for you, the man. University of Georgia. Um, but some of us can't get it out of our mind, okay? Some of us remember the worst and so we are not going to even consider dominic sanders for the all decade team maybe you're a more forgiving person than we are but good for you that's a shame that's what i was going to (laughs) say either either one they're they're the same thing just more civilly than the other so let's Uh, talk about who we did put on an all decade team it starts with sean williams okay this guy Mm -hmm. beast Mm-hmm. Great tackler, great field general, went on to have a great career, still having a great career, all intents and purposes, with the same team, I think, that drafted him. I think the, the Bengals drafted him in, in 87, I think. I don't know how that maybe was, all decade that was team back in the That was back in the day when the Bengals couldn't take anything but UGA players. That yep. was all they yes. had on the roster. Yes. They just they were just what's that guy's name? Marvin Lewis. Marvin Is that Lewis. Like, he yes. just said he just said, Give me a pipeline from down Mark and out. Mark him just playing poker oh, and talking oh my who God, he's taking which round. Yeah, yeah. So true. Uh no, Sean Williams, absolute one of my favorite Georgia Bulldogs of all time. Um motivator enforcer on the back end like mm-hmm. absolutely brought that hit stick he was a throwback to the 2000 to 2010 safeties you know what i'm saying he was a throwback to the sean jones the thomas davis like these types of big time hitter and enforcers and speaking of big time hitters the guy that we're putting back there with him is bakari rambo oh. um and he's been known to uh, bring the lumber. Now he has been if known Trevor to bring, had p- picked a fight with us about Bakari uh-huh. Rambo taking a head I off or two, I would not I have fought have him. Said, I would have said, I prob- the YouTube video probably exists, I just haven't seen it yet. It's I would have given Trevor the benefit of the doubt. That's yeah. correct. Um, uh, listen, who is going to catch a pass over the middle when Sean Williams and Bakari Rambo are standing back there, Clint? What's the, no. Who's going to do that? No Business decision on every dig route. Literally mm-hmm. every dig route yeah. from seven to twelve yards, saying nah. That's you okay. want to talk about some T Rex arms reaching out for those footballs across the middle? Like we are going to have just absolute, uh, absolute alligator arms in every sense of the word. Um, Bakari Rambo and Sean Williams. That would have been a fun secondary to see, and uh, that wraps it up for our all decade team. Clint, uh, should we do a kicker and punter? I mean, the kicker. The kicker's obvious. The kicker is kicker, clearly Robo Leg. Kicker's. It's obvious. It's obviously Rex Bex, uh is the kicker. I'm going Cam Nislik for punter just because the drop off between him in 2017 and then everything that followed in 2018, yeah. 2019. I'm going Cam Nislik for all decade team punter. No, I I don't fault you, and I think it's very wise. Um, all right, that wraps it up for the All-Decade team. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to have a bit of a draft. Ew. A bit of a, a bit of an NFL draft situation uh, where we're going to be drafting, Clint and I are going to be drafting our top five current 
NFL players who also played at the University of Georgia. Um, how would we draft them if we were NFL GM? So uh, come back tomorrow, and we will uh, talk about that and probably some other sorts of nonsense. Uh, that wraps it up for today's episode of Lockdown Bulldogs. At this point, if you're still wanting to listen to something, you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On SEC. See you guys tomorrow. See ya.